Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, guys, it's Riley. And if you like Rule of Two, you're going to love Zane's World on Podcast One. World traveler, author, an alcohol aficionado, Zane Lamprey is well-learned in the art of having a good time as he reviews the best attractions and destinations on the globe and shares the craziest stories behind his travels. Check out Zane's World every Tuesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mark Sidious, wise one. It has been confirmed. <laughs> Master yeah. Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian. Your thoughts, Master. So, <laughs> so anyway, I had to do that. I just like no, we I have to. to yeah. Let's get it. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Right? We're gonna have some fun. Um, so look, I couldn't be happier about this news. Yeah, I know that it was long rumored that Pedro Pascal was gonna be a part of the Mandalorian. Right. Um, I think that being confirmed, um, and I'm assuming he plays the lead role. That's correct. Is uh, music to my ears. I mean, Narcos loved him in it. Yep. Seasons one and two, he was spectacular. Yep. 
Season three, I actually think he was the best in because he had to carry season three of Narcos, right? Okay. He didn't I've only have... seen season one, so but oh, I can okay. speak first a little bit on it. First of all, you're missing out. Yeah, season I know. two and three are both spectacular. That's what I hear. Yeah, we're into it. Season three doesn't have uh, the other dude uh, who's in Logan. I forget his name. Uh, the blonde guy. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah so I can't remember. But. It doesn't have him, and it doesn't have uh, you know Pablo Escobar, right? Which carries season one and two. Mm-hmm. So he carries season three, and he does an excellent job in it. Um, I loved him in The Kingsman. Oh yeah, he's you know. he's the best part of that because the sequel was a little off for me, but yeah, he was but great. He was great at it. You know, Game of Thrones. Game of is Thrones mine. is the Viper. I mean, the Red Viper. He's unbelievable in that. He, he was unbelievable, and this this for me just puts it. It hits that sweet spot where you look at Pedro and you go, "That guy can play." Obviously, you're saying all these wonderful credits he has. Yeah, for me, he just seems to fit in that galaxy. You know, when I like a Mandalorian, yeah, a lone gunslinger is yeah. what we're, we're kinda, going kinda, off of. Kind of has a little bit of the vibe of the guy who plays uh, the clone a little bit. Tamara Morrison, yeah, yeah, yeah he kind of yeah. kind of has a little bit of that vibe to him. He's got a je ne sais quoi, yeah. I'll say. Yeah, he's got that about stash. Yep, he he's great. And so yes, Variety did confirm it. This was a very late report because it did come from our friends at Making Star Wars um, that reported this in October. And then nobody would confirm it. But, you know, a lot of people were like, is he or isn't he? Right. And so we got excited. It kind of lulled a bit because, yeah. you know, Lucasfilm didn't confirm it. And then here it comes. Confirmed. Pedro Pascal cast as the Mandalorian in the TV series that's going straight to streaming for next year. How do you like it? It's uh, I love it. I think it's a great um, – it gives us something to look forward to. It gives us some uh, – it gives us like an anchor when we think about this show. Yeah. Like we know we're going to have a talented uh, actor in the lead. Um, right. It gives me nothing but confidence in the show. And I think him and Favreau probably have good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited too. There's a whole bunch of streaming TV news. There's a bunch of discussions happening on Twitter around the Star Wars universe, yeah. the saga, the streaming, the movies. We're going to get all into it right now. Rise. <laughs> Welcome. It's episode 14 of Rule of Two, the official spinoff show. Of Star Wars. That's right. The spinoff show on the official Jedi Council Podcast One feed. I'm your host, Darth Rylas, a.k.a. Mark Yodi Riley, joined always by Mark Fernandez, Mark Sidious, Master. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling very gray <laughs> Jedi today. You know, it, you are. You're a gray Jedi. This isn't really um, cosplay worthy, but it is from Uniqlo. It is. Okay. You know, so it's like, uh, you know, twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, hoodie sweatshirt. It's a little bit cold here in Los Angeles. You know, it's, these, it's finally cold. These are uh, not cold, but it's you know, it's getting there. It's dropping. It's hoodie weather. It's hoodie weather. It's getting there. I mean, we're we're, we're going through a little bit of a of a rough time in California. Um, just wanted to put it out there. Thank you to all of our firefighters that are just mm. battling this blaze that we see in yeah. Malibu uh, up north. There's a number of fires happening. Um, if you want to go to California Firefighters Union, it's uh, if you go to my Twitter at Riley Around, you can see a nice link there that I posted. Need some help here. Uh, there's a lot going on. A lot of families uprooted. A lot of people that are losing their homes. A lot of firefighters, first responders that need your help. If you want to go check that out, you can check out the link at Riley Around on my Twitter right now. 
but wanted to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, um, uh, yeah. It's, I have some personal friends um, that were sending me uh, videos that they were taking on, with, you know, with their uh, with their phones over the weekend, and I couldn't believe how, yeah. how real this fire is. Um, houses across the street from my friend's house burning. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend that uh, lost their apartment complex. The apartment complex. That's unbelievable. They, you know, this thing will get you when you least expect it wherever it, it, it just this thing is spreading california has these santa ana winds that when this happens you cross your fingers you don't hope you're, you're hoping nothing goes through yeah. like fire wise and here we are and it it's awful to see but we're going to try to lighten it up with some star wars talk because it's important to you know yeah remember yeah. what you're thankful for and there's a lot of there's a lot of star wars stuff happening in the last few weeks or i'm sorry in the last few days uh, yeah especially or, over the past weekend uh, yeah. right going into the weekend some big news was dropping but uh so you had something didn't you you wanted to discuss put out there so maybe <clears> some <throat> housekeeping um i don't know if there's a ton of housekeeping this week but yeah you know we should do a housekeeping section Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, let's do a housekeeping section. Let's um, do the housekeeping section. So, <clears throat> first housekeeping thing, um, and 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 I'm going to get the name wrong, but um, the gentleman from last week, we were talking about a rumor that Matt Smith mm-hmm. uh, was rumored to maybe play Palpatine, right? And we were talking about the source that we got it from, which turned out to be Mr. Sunday Movies. Mm, it was uh, Mr. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the the uh, the name of the show by name, the Star Wars show, uh, which I didn't know the yeah. name of the show. Of course, I know who Mr. Sunday Movies is. He's a friend of Collider, comes into the studio, uh, has been on the Schmodown, has been on Jedi Council. So it was him that... Uh... I think somehow he was in the mix on mm-hmm. that podcast. I think he's part of the podcast. Um, and then you know they, some some folks were saying um, I'm surprised they don't know who he is. Um, I didn't know that it was him in that podcast, and I didn't either. Yeah, I so, didn't either. You know, so he's definitely a friend of Collider. We love having having him on, and I believe he's based in Australia, so mm-hmm. we don't get to see him very often. But whenever he's in Los Angeles. Our doors are always open to him, so that's one little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, yeah, that's an apology on my part. If I didn't get the source correct, it's sometimes hard. You know, in this conversation, no excuses. Uh, yeah. I know what it's like to <clears throat> to have a source and to break a scoop. Um, when we do bring up some of this news or these rumors that are out there, it then when we get to it, it's like a lot of coverage. So that's that's a my bad. My apologies there if we didn't get the source uh, that uh, correctly. Yeah, yeah. So look, all good there. Um, also, um, I I've been having a lot of fun with this uh, app that my buddy Mark Echo um, sent me over mm. the weekend, and uh, it's basically an app that um, is really a sophisticated app that lets you age and de-age pictures. I think it's called <laughs> Face App or something like that. Sure. Um, and it's not one that I've seen recently, right? So it was one that was new to me. And I became obsessed with this app over the weekend. We were just laughing back and forth. You yeah, know? yeah. I saw your um, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I did a thing on Instagram where I was trying to look like Pablo Picasso. And and uh, Echo and I were sending a lot of pictures back and forth. And then eventually I created a few pictures of Obi-Wan, uh, you know, Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I posted those on, on Twitter last night. And it started quite the conversation, mm. which, which uh, I'm very glad about, which basically I said um, – you know, the fans, I said, 
I did use the um, the modifier or the uh, you know the the adjective or, or 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 whatever the the term all. I used the term all in it. I said all the fans have spoken. Um, you know, we want an Obi Wan movie. You yeah. Know? So Disney, the good people at Disney, the good people at at, uh, at uh, Star Wars, make it happen. And um, it started off a really interesting conversation. You know, at first it was all I think in 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 support of the idea of an Obi Wan movie, which is something that you and I have talked a lot about. You know, mm-hmm. which is something that you know I think we're both very interested in. Absolutely. Um, and then Harloff jumped in and said that he prefer a TV series over a movie. He did. Which I think it's a fun debate topic, actually, because I actually completely disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Even though I think it would be fun to have a TV series of Jedi, and it would be amazing if it was Ewan McGregor and if it was about Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine that being an, an incredible TV series. But I think that when you think about television and you think about uh, movies, mm-hmm. um, you're really talking about two very, very, very different narrative formats, okay? Absolutely. And it's not as obvious. You know, some people say, oh, no, but there's TV shows now that are just like movies. No, because the way that movies handle exposition, the way that they handle, uh, you know, the, the, the telling of a story is fundamentally very different than the way it's handled in television. Absolutely. Um, in television, it's a lot more of um, a character yeah. uh, study. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a lot more segmented, right? Yeah. Like you have – perfect example is like you take something like Daredevil or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Daredevil is very different than like a Captain America movie. Right. You know? Yeah. In a Captain America movie, for the most part, you know, with the you know, like let's take a Winter Soldier as an example. You follow the story of, you know, Captain America throughout most of that film. Right. You know, you have some subplot stuff that goes in and you know, in and out. Sure. But rarely do you have too many scenes without Captain America in it. Yeah. You know? By design. By yeah. design, right? Because mm-hmm. it's you know, it's a movie about Captain America. When you're dealing with a television show, Right, like let's say Daredevil as yeah. an example, um, you have um, each character almost has their own story. Yeah, you know, so it's like here are all the scenes with Daredevil. Here are all the scenes with uh, Foggy and um, you know um, uh, Ann Wall's character. I forget mm-hmm. her name right now, but it, it's the way that you tell stories in television is very different. Even look at Game of Thrones, right? Because like, that, because that's the first one people will say, "Oh, well, Game of Thrones." Right. You know, Game of Thrones is all about, uh, you know, it's just like a movie. No, it's but very different. I know where you're going with this because I think that, like, let's say Game of Thrones. Yeah. You're, you have a lot of characters. You have a lot of yeah. story points, plot right. points, subplots, themes, yeah. character arcs, all these different things. You'll have – They're intertwined. They're, they're intertwined. with each other. Sure. And you're having certain episodes that go to maybe the larger story, the White Walkers, the, the winner is coming, right? Sure. But then you – Go over with Daenerys for an episode here. You go over to Jon Snow with an episode there. Right. There's, right. There's, right. Like those books, those those Game of Thrones books, and I've only read one of them. I believe it was the second one because mm-hmm. um, I was so into the first season that I, I had to go out and like see what was happening. So yeah. I bought that second book. It's the only one I've read. That book is actually told, I think, exactly the point that I'm trying to make. 
where every chapter is narrated by a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's like, you know, Tyrion or, you know, whoever. It's like each chapter is from the point of view of a, of a very specific person. That's more akin to television, right? Yeah. Think about it. Think The Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's have, a great – yeah. You have your Tony scenes. You got your Christopher scenes. And these are not necessarily always together. Mm-hmm. They all have their own narrative exp- like journeys that they're going on. Mm-hmm. So when you say, oh, I'd rather have Obi-Wan be a television show, I struggle with that because I do believe that the Obi-Wan show is really all about – I'm sorry, the Obi-Wan story that I want to, like, see, Mm -hmm. it's really the story of Obi-Wan in between episodes um, three and four where he gives one more try to redeem Anakin. Yeah, we've geeked out a little bit on this idea, like communing with Qui-Gon perhaps. Right. Is there still good in Vader? Maybe they do seek each other out. There's a lot to – to explore. Yeah. And uh, it was brought up on Collider Live by Christian that he would – and he did. He, he responded to your tweet. I'd much rather have a TV show. That intrigues me. But I did say – I mean I, of course. I, I mean I any content see, with Obi-Wan is intriguing. It's intriguing. But yeah. I said I want to see The Mandalorian first before I go all in on a TV show. We don't even have a TV show that we can compare it to other than the obvious, The Clone Wars, Rebels. And these are all um, – Animated, so that's right. a, that's a hard comparison. Right. Clone Wars to make. is a great example. Clone Wars, yes, at the center of it, you have Anakin, Obi Wan, Padme, mm-hmm. and Ahsoka, but all of those characters get their own storylines. Yeah, all they those spin kinds off of you know, separate have, missions. Yeah. Where it's, I think, the Obi Wan story to me, the closest comp. Like, if I was an executive at Disney and I was like, "Give me an Obi Wan movie," mm-hmm. for me, one of the closest comps would probably be Logan. Yeah. You know, that's why I was a little shocked that um, uh, Mangold was actually up for the Boba Fett movie and not for the Obi-Wan movie or bummed, not shocked, but bummed. Yeah, because I think Mangold would be great doing uh, doing an Obi-Wan movie. I think the I think that the idea is still there, like Boba Fett. You can kind of look at Boba Fett and look at Mangold and go, he could maybe do for Boba Fett what he did with Logan. Right. And Boba Fett could be looked at as maybe a lone gunslinger, like a Western kind of vibe a la Logan. Yeah. But you could say the same about Obi-Wan. You could put it on Tatooine, dust and nothingness all over. Put Obi-Wan as a lone gunslinger. And then force him into an adventure that he doesn't really want to be a part of. Correct. I like that idea Which as is well. basically the story of Logan, right? Like Logan was, was – uh, all he wanted to do was just you know take uh, Xavier – Find a boat. Find a boat and get the yep. hell out of Dodge. Yep. That's all he wanted to do, and he's forced into one last heroic mission. Right. Um, I think that, that would be a great arc for Obi-Wan for that film. Yeah. Where Qui-Gon, he's communing with Qui-Gon, and Qui-Gon breaks it to him. Like, you got to go rescue the boy. Mm-hmm. You know? He's and the chosen one. He's the chosen one, and he's like, no way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, messing with that. Yeah. He's like, you have to. Uh-huh. You know, it's like the balance of the galaxy depends on it. He goes and does it. A great adventure ensues. Mm-hmm. Um, he's once again, once again, defeats Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, lets him live. Right. So we repeat the same old thing again. Mm-hmm. And um, and then really becomes invigorated uh, to understand that maybe Qui-Gon 
um, didn't see the whole picture and, and really starts to understand maybe towards the end of the film how important Luke is to the transformation of Vader because maybe throughout the film there's points where, where Obi-Wan and Vader are actually talking and Vader says, what the fuck happened to Padme? Mm-hmm. You know? There's something you're not telling me. I, 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 I sense it, old man. There is. Uh, you see what I'm saying? I, yeah. There's. I'm going to put some tweaks on that yeah, because yeah, yeah. Go of ahead. my Go ahead. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Of, writing session. Yeah, writing session. He's more machine now than man, twisted yeah. and evil. I can't do it, Ben. I can't kill my own father. Yeah. Then the emperor has already won. You right. were our only hope. What if Obi Wan, with the best intentions from Qui Gon, goes to seek out the good? By the end of their duel. Obi-Wan is, there is no good left. Duels. Yeah. There is no good left. I got to focus on Luke. That's his arc. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see going in. I can see Obi-Wan going in trying to maybe, you know, get some good out of Vader or tried at least or, you know, see what it is. Touch him with his mind. What is it? What is it? Come on. And I would love I would love to see the change in Darth Vader. Him in the suit. Where's Padme? Yeah, you know, because that was the one thing I loved about Revenge of the Sith. When you know, yes, Master, there's Vader in the suit, and and one of the first words after, yes, Master, is where's Padme? Is she all right? Yeah, yeah. The juxtaposition of the dark helmet. You took her from me. Yeah. So I like the idea of you you did this. Yep, I love the idea of playing that angle in there. But the arc by the you know, end. One one little thing I'll throw in there since yeah. we're just doing a writing session. This now. is a writing session. So so first of all, somebody did send me a treatment for an Obi Wan movie. You know, I want to give him a shout out. Ooh, um, I like it. Uh, they gave us. They sent us a treatment. Um, they're. Uh, it's called the Let's Write Podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, they did a treatment for the Obi Wan film. That they sent us. I haven't read it, but you know, we it's you know, Kenobi, a Star Wars story. Um, we will read it at some point and maybe talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I would love that. But anyway, um, so with with our story, there's a scene that I think would be great. Oh man! We, first of all, we should we should totally be outlining this, and Disney, you should be listening to us because this yeah. is this is the breaking point in the film. Okay. Mm, okay. So when Obi-Wan finally is convinced to cuz like remember like in our you know written by Riley and Fernandez like o- Obi-Wan movie mm-hmm. it starts off with uh Obi-Wan defending Luke against the sand people yeah right it's like a big action opener right like very Spielberg like I got it too it opens up with a big action scene okay we follow young Luke it's like and like Uncle Owen and the Uncle mom, and like maybe Luke, they're together. Luke. And we get that, and it's like little Luke. He's doing his chores. We follow along with him. See, nice I had steady him in cam. A speeder. Yeah, he gets on the speeder. Yeah. We meet, we start at the uh, at the Lars homestead. Okay. Okay, you got to do this. We Out of the way, we're introducing Joel Edgerton is back as Uncle Owen, of course. Right, right. And uh, yeah, whoever I mean, the actress was that did Amperu, I don't have that canon in my head right now. You can correct me. Gotcha in the yeah. in the comments. Yeah. But we set we, up the homestead. We find a great young actor. Great you young know? actor. So how old is Caster right now? How old is Luke Skywalker in our Obi-Wan film? 
Is he like a baby? Is he an infant? Is he a toddler? Well, if he's doing, if he's going to be saved by Obi Wan in this opening, this inciting incident. This is the inciting incident. That, this is the opening. For me, I almost look at this as the. The classic Spielberg tease opener, like right. the James Bond cold opener, open, the cold open, yeah. right? Um, I would say he has to be in the realm of 10 years old. Okay. Just so, because – So you need an actor that can already start to deliver lines. Yeah, perhaps. I'm thinking like Henry Thomas and as Elliot and E.T. That guy had some, <clears throat> some acting right. chops to him. He was 10 years old. So if he's 10 years old, would he be able to still do chores? Would they trust him enough to go out a little bit? Um, you know, on the on the sand speeder, it's like he's got to do something that would. would yeah. He's got he's at an age where he's going to have so, to do something, but let, he travels. Let me set it up for you slightly differently. Okay, and maybe right. you can. Th- we're spitballing here. Yeah, yeah, folks, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We can yeah, do this. Yeah, we're spitballing. So my opening was very similar, but you you have that uh, sand speeder, the one that has like the four seats in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the original from New Hope. The original from New Hope. Okay, great. Okay, because that's it's been, newer now, though. It's newer. Yeah, it's newer, but it's yeah. that one. Yeah, right. I think I think they call it uh, the X. There's like an you know there's a name for it. The X thirty eight. I think it actually might be an X thirty eight sand speeder. I actually think that that, that okay. actually might be what it's called. Calling Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained. Yeah, I'm sure. I you only got know that, that because uh, you you get one in uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Ah, uh, yeah, got it. Yeah. So okay. Um, so anyway, you get one of these bad. You know, so it starts off at. At, at sunset, okay? Mm-hmm. It's starting to become dusk, mm-hmm. right? Um, you see Edgerton, his wife, Amberu, and mm-hmm. young Luke, mm-hmm. okay? Um, they're driving, they're driving. They just came back from like, maybe they just came back from trading uh, the the spices that they're mining or whatever it is that they mine over at the homestead, mm-hmm. right? Which I forget exactly what it is, but they're mining something out there. Moisture right? farm. All right, so whatever the output is of the moisture farm, yeah. you know, they're somehow trading it in and they're taking the family back home, right? Okay. It's nighttime. It's becoming nighttime. They get into this, like, uh, kind of like, you know, reminiscent echo of, um, of uh, a Phantom Menace. They get into some canyon situation, mm-hmm. right? I in, know where you're going with this. In come the sand people, right? You see that little callback to Phantom Menace. You see from far off, you see the speeder going and then... Right, right. Right. So then, so then, um, he shoots one of the sand people. Shoots the the sand speeder. Right? Okay, spinning out of control. Yeah, it yeah smashes right into like the side of the canyon. Okay, right? um, and you know they're they're hurt. You know yeah. they're all injured. They're down. They're down. Something cool happens with like you get like you know there's like it, it's like it's all like. You know, sand everywhere, so you can't really see what's going on. Then you start seeing the sand people approaching. Mm-hmm. And as you start seeing the sand people approaching, you get a look at Luke seeing the sand people or something like that, young Luke. And then you hear, and then, like, in the back, you see that blue lightsaber mm. ignite, you know? Oh, here's one for you. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I like this, but I have some notes. I just 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 thinking canon wise. Yeah. So here's here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. You, you hear zoom, zoom, right? You don't see one lightsaber. Okay. You see two. Oh. Okay. And then. Oh boy. Yeah. This is first of all. Now 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 we're cooking with gasoline. Yeah. Now now I'm interested. <laughs> now you, you, you see two lightsabers. 
Obi-Wan, right, comes into the frame. Mm-hmm. He's holding both of them. Okay. He's holding his lightsaber and Anakin's lightsaber. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, like, like right there, the audience is like, bring it. Yeah. You know? So what are your notes? Because first of all, this is a pretty good – because obviously he fucks everybody up. Yeah. No, this, it's a great opening. Yeah. Um, I would tweak it because here's where I go to. Luke – Okay, because I'm not done with the opening, but I want your notes because I want to finish. All right, out. we'll finish it then, because okay. then, then then I can go in and maybe there's some tweaks based okay, on what this I have is in like mind. you know this is the con- this is how we recontextualize uh, Obi Wan, right? Yeah. So he comes in two double wielding lightsabers, which is the only time we've ever seen that uh, in the movies. Besides, uh, you know, is really just Anakin. I think Anakin's the only person that we've seen. Anakin's done that, yeah. Do, do that, right? Mm-hmm. He did it with um, with against uh, Dooku, against Dooku. He and, did it again with Dooku, and then got it. I get he did it again with Dooku, yeah. So you see Obi Wan do it because it reminds you right there. He's got, of course, he's got Anakin's lightsaber. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And he's using his father. He's using Anakin's lightsaber to defend his son. Yeah, which is great. You know, which is great, and his lightsaber, right? So mm-hmm. they're together again. Like, you know, like defending what's good, right? So anyway, um, kills all the sand people, great stuff. You don't see a ton of, you know, whatever. Then very reminiscent to A New Hope, um, he takes the unconscious, um, you know, Alberu, Uncle Owen, and Luke somehow mm. back to the moisture farm. Are they unconscious? All of them are unconscious? When he rescues them. He rescues them, but he, are they conscious or not? Because this is an important note that I'm coming in for. For me, when when he rescues them, when you're in the desert with them, they're still unconscious. But after he rescues them, you cut to uh, Obi Wan leaving the farm or like the you know the uh, um, Owen's uh, little homestead, mm-hmm. and him and Uncle Owen have. A little dialogue, so you get Edgerton acting a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he turns around, puts the cloak back, and heads out. Yeah, and that's you know that's the intro of the movie. I, I love. I think that. that's decent. Oh, oh look at oh, this guy! That's decent. Who about that guy? <laughs> I mean, I think what you could do if you wanted to do it the right way is that's a nice little scene you got going on oh, here. Jesus, I think you got to do a ten episode arc. Oh, oh God! We, now, dude, if we're gonna talk about the TV show, you got to come in here because we were just. Talking about why we don't think a TV show is the right way to go. Well, Riley changes his opinions back and forth like a Republican or Democrat. So <laughs> no, it's like... I, I said exactly what I said on live, which was I need to see The Mandalorian first. All right. Well, I mean, I'll definitely come in there and talk to you about it because I think, listen, the, the, the fact is you want to get a full-fledged deep dive into what this guy was doing. And if you do a two-hour movie, you're probably just going to rehash a lot of the stuff we already saw. I think that you get into a real big breakdown of what he can do, where Vader is. Again, a conversation in Return of the Jedi is the entire basis of the of this right, show. Get in here. It's too weird All listening right. to you like uh, yeah. like like the Wizard of Oz. All right, I'm coming. All right. All right. <laughs> All right so get guys, so I and guess I got I gotta get his take on this too yeah. because so this conversation with my notes this on... conversation is is enough uh uh sometimes when you conjecture you go so above Right. A topic that it starts like the people start feeling it in the office and somehow Harloff was hearing us talk. He, he heard the gonna... call of the dark side, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. You heard the whole you heard the whole pitch. I heard right. a lot of it. I heard okay. a lot of it. So, so let, me, let me let me go back to what I was saying as yeah. far as like yeah. the main so the main thing of what the mo- the show, 
The more, mm-hmm. you know, I was lobbying for the movie for a long time. Yeah. But as they announced this streaming service, and what you really want to do a, a deep dive into the character because he's the most, he's one of the most complex characters because sure. of what he did, what he lost, what he had to give up, what he had to sacrifice in order to watch over this kid, the guilt that he felt over his apprentice, over his friend, watching over his kid because of that that nature. Mm. That is too much to cram into a two hour movie, Good and thing. and because if you're on Tatooine from end, you can also go across different time periods in a, in a show. You can, it's harder to do in a movie. You could, but it, then it seems a little... It's, yeah. it's choppier because the line in Return of the Jedi, the one that I always go back to since the beginning of this thing, yeah. and that is your, your Obi-Wan once thought as you did. When? Mm-hmm. When did he once think that? Which is great. Which, which you know, to be honest with you, that, that one line, and you told me this about a year and a half ago, that one line is the basis of my Obi-Wan idea which is uh, his last attempt to redeem uh, Vader. Right, because right. I, I went to the line, he's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. Yep. I can't do it, Ben. I can't kill my own father. Then the Emperor's already won. Right. Because at that point, he's pushing him to go kill Darth Vader. Yeah. Right? right? And that's when Luke's like, but no, there's good now. For me, in, um, in my movie that I spin around in my head, uh, after he does all that, right, mm-hmm. he, he's dealed, you know, he's communing with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon yeah. convinces him, you got to go rescue the kid, right? Mm-hmm. He goes to rescue the kid. And um, when he confronts Vader, right, there's that sign of hope where Vader is like, you know, Obi-Wan thinks that if he can convince Vader mm-hmm. that, uh, to go and visit Padme's grave, to somehow let that you know, to somehow use Padme, like Padme took him to the dark side, that somehow his love for Padme is is what he needed to bring him back, right? And in my head, and I, and I know that, like, I've seen a lot of, like, maybe there's a comic book or there's some fan art or something of him standing over yeah, Padme's grave. Yeah, I shared grave. that there's this great fan art of him in Padme's tomb. And yeah. in her, it's like this mosaic window behind him, and he just, he's sitting there, and it's yeah. very... And yeah. like, 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 like in my head, that's like right at the middle of the movie. Yeah. And he's going there. He finally makes it to Padme's grave. This is the moment that Obi-Wan thinks can turn him back. And all it does is get him more, more, more pissed well, off. Well, yeah. If you look at the stuff that they covered in Rebels, right? Like even when Ahsoka goes to talk to him and, and his, ma- his mask um, cracks. He's cracked, at, yeah. That's not Anakin in there. That's, 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 Vader. that's Vader. And then if you see the transitions inside of like some of the novels – the in the comics too, it's like he from right after Sith leading up to it, he was conflicted. He was having battles. There's that one I forget which which episode or issue it is in Vader where he has that he's got that premonition of should he he sees himself going back to the good, mm. but he goes back to the the dark instead. Yeah, and so there's all of that stuff that has happened because he, like you said, is more machine now than man, twisted and evil. Um, and then he he helped he helped Emperor or the you know, hunt down and murder the Jedi. Yeah. When did he know that? When did he understand that it was Anakin? Because the last we saw him in Revenge of the Sith, he thinks that his friend's burning up and dying. He either, he either let him torture and say, "Well, just he'll be alive. I'm just gonna let you burn to death," or he so finds he doesn't quite know that he's Darth Vader. Or, or, or I think he does. That's yeah, all the point. Yeah. Is the question is how do how, how do we when? find out? But when does he find that out? He clearly knows by Episode Four. Sure, sure. I would do knows. I would do a mirror of the Emperor Darth Vader scene in Empire Strikes Back, where the hologram goes. We have a new enemy, Luke Skywalker. Right, right. It's Qui Gon that tells him. 
He's on the other well, side, right? He has a conversation. Right? Qui Gon has a conversation with um, with Obi Wan. I don't know the the context. Of, I think a lot of it is in the in Clone Wars, right? Not in Clone Wars. In the book, the the Claudia Gray story. He is in, in Clone those, Wars too, though. He, of course, yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. This, this conversation that he's having with it's more about the Force Ghost stuff. But he does go to visit. Which, which book? Which book? It's the. Uh, it's it's the the series of short stories. I forget the name of the title, oh, of it, but it's but it's from a certain point of view. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, I want to read that. And so, right, and as, that's canon. That's considered canon. Yes. So when Luke goes back to check on Uncle Owen and Amperu, mm. at that point, when back with the Jawas, Obi Wan has a conversation with Qui Gon, and it's more about Force Ghosts and how how painful it is to, to be able to do that. But the thing is, we'll bring it back to the TV show, right? Think about how much you can explore that you don't – because if you crammed in all the stuff we want to know in mm-hmm. two hours, we're going to be like, oh, man, it just seemed rushed, and you wouldn't, and everything would just kind of chop together. Right. But if you did it in ten episodes, right? Unless it's a trilogy, but maybe that's too much. It's, it, it's just by the time that comes out, we'll be 75 years old, right. you know, as opposed to ten episodes in a matter of three months. To where it's a ten-hour movie, but in that, if you wanted to – not that you had to do it this way, but if you wanted to, you could do how Obi-Wan found out first place that Anakin survived. Right. right. See, I would, I would, yeah. That's what I'm keep saying. Going, keep going. Keep going. Then it's a question of how he got settled on Tatooine. Right. Then how he establishes the relationship with um, Owen and what was their relationship like? Did he always, did Owen always think that he was as crazy? Did he want him to go away from right. Anakin? Were they yeah. closer than like yeah, a new you hope? Can, you can dive into on. the relationship of it more. Then it's about the first time that we see Vader in episode four. And then the season, the series finale, because I think it's a limited series, then you end it. Is the battle, and then it's like it's it's one last battle, and then and then he's out, mm-hmm. and it's like you. Lead he has up. to come close to turning him back. Maybe maybe so, oh, because that's how you make the drama. Well, may, absolutely, and There's he so doesn't, much. and that leads to that line in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He's more machine now yeah. than man. Jimmy right, Smith right. could be in it. Yep. You know, like you can do so much in ten episodes. That you, again, but, you're talking about a ten hour movie. But my my counter to the TV show thing, and and the way you're pitching it, I mean, look, like like we said at the top of the show. Any freaking Star Wars show that's done of high quality with Obi-Wan as the lead character, I, I'm in. We're all in. If you yeah. is in it. Now, it really comes down to the discussion, would a TV show be better than a movie, right? It, it, just, it, yeah. just, just as a topic for debate, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I've always – like 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 I have this nostalgic thing in my head, maybe to your point, because we haven't seen a great Star Wars television show Outside of Clone Live Wars. Live action, at least. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Clone yeah. Wars is all animated, so it's just like, wow, can you imagine if they actually were to pull that off live action? Mm-hmm. But yeah, live action, we haven't seen it yet, right? So we don't know if it's going to be like Daredevil or if it's going to be trying to be more like um, like Game of Thrones, right? Either um, one, okay. But Daredevil, yeah. and this is where my you know point of contention comes in. When you deal with shows like Daredevil and even Game of Thrones – very rarely are any of these shows focused on a singular um, character, right? Even Daredevil, right? Even Daredevil, um, you have to fast forward through a lot of foggy crap. Yeah. You know, a lot of Deborah Ann Wool, who I think is better than foggy. But you get like like in, even in season three there was a one episode. Well, you run just... into the serialized nature of it, but right, But here's right. the difference though with what you're talking about from what they're already pitching for the Marvel series, right? These are ten episode runs, and that's it. It's essentially a ten hour movie. So but you're talking about Loki and Loki, like... Scarlet Witch, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff. It's a ten. It's a ten episode. Cassian Andor is going to be a limited series. It's it's and that's it. Um, I don't. Mandalore is going to go. I, you know what? I don't know if Cassian is 10 episodes. I assume that it is. Right. I, we I don't know. It's just been announced. Mandalore is more seasons, and that's, yeah. and that's one thing. But a limited series basically tells you we're making you a 10-hour or an 8-hour film. 
Right, right. That's what it is. So the difference is what you guys are thinking about the business wise, right? The thing is that how you can. Because Solo didn't make a lot of money. We all think that it was a fine movie. It wasn't terrible. It was fine. Right. Right. Just, it was fine. It didn't have to be made. Now, I think that if Solo was made as a series, it would have done a lot better. Because I think that, again, you're forcing – you're not forcing people – It would have done better. Because you're not it forcing – It would have done better. Especially if you have the series or if you have the, the streaming service. If the streaming service comes out, let's say Obi-Wan, you've already gotten it because of the Mandalorian. You've got it because of the Clone Wars. You've got it because of all the Marvel series. You have it already. Yeah. And then they announce Obi-Wan. What are you going to do? Not watch it? No, That's what I'm saying. No, and we're not because, saying that. No, no, no. Yeah. I know you're not. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is because business-wise, you you know that you put that money into it that the 10-hour – people are going to watch it the same way they're going to watch Ozark, the same way they're going to watch yeah. these popular shows that they have. It's going to be a popular show as opposed to taking the risk, putting $200 million into a two-hour and 10-minute movie that they're not – I think it would do very well. But my point is that you can really dive deeper and maybe get a second season if you wanted to but and really put that resources in and get it back through the subscriptions, through the, through the views. So, look, I it, think both – go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I, I would counter with this because – a movie, to your point, you know, you, you essentially you like the movies more than TV. Not to say that you don't like the live action stuff. I'm but a huge television guy. You're okay? a huge television guy, I, but you absolutely love. But the you television. worship the altar of Star Wars movies, right? There's, there's something super premium about the idea of a big budget, high profile Obi Wan movie right. that focuses around Obi Wan's last attempt to convert Vader back to the light side. I think that that's an incredible uh, platform for a film. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, and I also agree with the idea of really taking its time with this story in ten episodes. What well, happens? What occurred to me? What happens if that streamy? If they if they go limited? It's Obi Wan. It's ten episodes, and it ends on a cliffhanger or something, or ends in. Well, well, that's the thing. Is that you don't. You, what are, what you, are we getting? Like? Well, you do two things. There's 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 the natural cliffhanger that says watch episode four. Sure. Or there's a cliffhanger of saying we like what we're doing here. We're going to yeah. give you season two. Right. There's one thing Christian said that's that's almost making me want to show more than a movie. There's okay. one thing that he said that he's very right about. That's very endemic to the television format. Yeah. And it's with the television format, you can do three things that you probably can't do with the movie. Number one, you can really explore the relationship between Obi-Wan and Lars Owen. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But you you can. And Luke. And Luke. And Luke. But, but you can actually have that. You can also explore the relationship on the flip side of that, right? Because like in good television, you always need that foil of how – the emperor deals with Vader in those early days, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, but then, but now you're dealing with like recasting Vader, maybe not necessarily. Nermit in it. Not, not, you're not necessarily recasting nah, Vader because again, get, the the voices that sound like James Earl Jones. This, this is needed. the thing. There there are people out there, voice wise. Yeah. You and I have had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones. Page. James Earl Jones is a legend. I know yeah, some people think him, it's blasphemy. Yeah, he, he, he just done. he sounds he sounds like an eighty year old man doing Vader. He yeah, just yeah, does. He's yeah, in yeah, Rogue One. He doesn't sound like young Vader. There are people out there that can get his voice down and make it sound. That I'm not worried about. Ian McDermott. You want to dress him up and put him in? You could do it. No problem. You can do yeah. that. Um, easy. The things that you really want to do, other things that you want to do. I'm sure Ian McDermott would actually probably be down for well, it. Well, he too. just did Rebels. You yeah, know, yeah, and I think yeah. he's going to show up in episode nine. Right. Um, oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, my thing is what I think that you can do with this show is you can also explore side adventures of what's happening in the, the underworld in, in, in Tatooine. Right, like what's mm-hmm. what's happening? Like he had, in in the comic books, he had to protect him from the Jawas. Thing. You can get something with the Jawas. Everything, the yeah, sand yeah. people. Yeah, you, you had to protect. There's so much in on Tatooine, like to be able to explore there that you can't do 
in a two-hour two movie. You could do movie. one episode of finally Jabba. You know, what was going on with Jabba and, and, yeah. and the stuff that there's so much you could do. That you could do a full episode, the very Game of Thrones-ish, to where you could find something right. going well, on. Well, that's what television is, right? Right. It, it, it allows you different layers of storytelling beyond your protagonist. Right, and how does it interweave into the protagonist's journey? Right. And I think that they can do all of that. And I think, again, with Ewan McGregor, who is young enough to be able to do all of this. And, and who likes television, yeah. won a Golden Globe. For uh, Fargo. For Fargo, yeah. And he doesn't, yeah. and the thing is also, you don't have to keep him on Tatooine. No one ever said that he didn't go venture off onto another planet during that oh, time. Oh, yeah. No, no, no one no, ever right. said that. You're going off of Tatooine. Leaving that, Luke alone, though, is I think something that he would be very hesitant yes. about. And it's his choice of yeah. whether he goes after Vader or not. Is like, if I go after Vader, that means I sacrifice Luke for yeah. the time being. You think and, Ahsoka and, and, shows up, too? And Qui-Gon no. tells him it's worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really want to kick people's asses, too, yeah. is they do a little do a recreation of the episode of Rebels yeah. and have them fight Maul on Tatooine if you wanted to. Right. There's just so much you can do in 10 episodes that you'll just be like crammed into this cool, but I think crammed movie. And uh, the thing is, you know, when you're talking about the Star Wars streaming service, I'll tell you already, because I know I'm getting Star Wars on TV, I'm buying a bigger television. Right. I'm buying, you know, it's like I'm, I'm right. going to enjoy this stuff in the comfort of my own, my own home because right. I just think that, and I said it on every show that I've been on, whether it's Jedi or Collider Live, I think that TV done in this way is going to change the way Star Wars fans appreciate Star Wars. I think people are going to like the TV shows more than they like the movies. I think we're leading there, and I mean, for me, I, I I go more on your and I love movies. If I if I could choose, I would want an Obi Wan trilogy to kind of go to your point. I want more development. I want more. I want more movie stuff. Have the trilogy, the beginning, yeah. middle, and end. I think yes. both can work because I think what I'm sorry. I think ahead, they both can. Yeah, yeah, but to your point, I, I I'm very intrigued by the idea of ten episodes, seeing having that character design. We can follow Owen on one yeah. episodes. We can follow I, a young Luke. We I can do a lot. I just don't want to wait six years. I want to watch them all in. But, I want to watch them yeah, all in three months. It's like, and, look, and I get that. Some of the rule of two listeners have like grasped on that concept of you know here's another like uh, when, when the Cassian Andor thing was announced. Uh, somebody tweeted at me. Here, here, here goes another Star Wars thing without the Big Mac, right? You know, we we say on the show that you know the Force and the Jedi are basically the Big Mac. If you go into McDonald's, if you don't have the Big Mac, you're not really a McDonald's. Right. You know, um, what are your thoughts? I want to hear your thoughts on this whole Cassian Andor thing. Love it, love I, it, love it. And I'll tell you, what, and I said the same thing because this also shows that there's new mediums where we can put Star Wars, and because yeah. if Mandalorian and Cassian Andor. Are successful, right? Then the possibility, not necessarily. The, but this, aren't, don't they sound similar to you a little bit? Not necessarily. Mandalorian and Cassian Andor. Well, yeah. To, 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 here's the reason why. No, because I, just the Star Wars, I guess, aficionado that I am. One of them takes place right after Jedi. One of them takes place before New Hope. So the politics are very different, man. Yeah. Because right. the the one show is going to show me what's happening when New Republic's running the shop, and the other one's going to show me when the Empire's running shop. So right. very different shows. Now, Mandalorian can but, also introduce us to the lore of Luke Skywalker, what he's doing but, after us and all that. But don't you think that there is this obvious trend that Star Wars is trying to like ram down our throats to give us... Star Wars without the Big Mac? Um, or, mean, or is the Big Mac hidden in there? We just don't know about it I, I think that it is fool, uh, foolish. But I, I would be very surprised if a Dave Filoni show where he's been a consultant on does not have any elements of the Force. Yeah. I will be – And specifically Jedi and it, lightsabers. Well, the Force. The it's, Force. It, the, the Force the, users and everything but, that comes with it. But it was – when you hear Dave Filoni talk about the Force and the way that he was taught the Force from 
Lucas himself, yep. the philosophies, the way that the way the Jedi use it, the way the Sith use it, the way that just in general, it, it's it's what Dave Filoni knows now. Whether or not it's in the pilot, I I, I don't know, but I think well, I that mean the pilot is one thing, but the but like the series, I think you'll see it. set up the but, story like, and maybe build to it, drop in some references, some names, maybe yeah. right because it's like a resource, right? Like time, energy, money. Airtime on the Disney Plus service is a resource. It's a limited resource. Mm -hmm. We've already been told that two shows on this thing, two things that could potentially be amazing, are both dealing with topics that are outside of the core franchise value of Star Wars. Can I tell you why I think that is? Yeah. Because I think that Benioff and Weiss are going heavy into it. Yeah. Heavy. I think that they're going start of the Sith. Yeah. Start of the Jedi, and I think that, that that when those meetings are happening, we're like, where are the Big Macs? Don't worry. They're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, because we got a lot of Big Macs I, here. I, think that, I hope so. Uh, dude, I I'm, hope I'm so. telling you, I think that those guys are working on all that stuff. I think you're going to see my favorite trailer that I've ever seen in any Star Wars thing is the 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 Old Republic game that I didn't necessarily play. Not the Knights of the Republic, the Old Republic, to where they had the battle of all the Sith and all the Jedi fighting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the MMO. That type of stuff. That's what I want to see. That's what I think could happen. And I think that that's the type of movies. Those are trilogies that I want to see yeah. inside of a movie because, again, if they're successful enough, then inside of that, you can spawn off television shows off of those things. Right. The Obi-Wans, the, the Jabba the Huts, all those types of things, put them on TV. Put them on. Let them, let me see them. Let me see them build because I don't you think know, there's, there's only so much real estate that you have now. Build the new properties. Build the new lore or old lore, if you will, in the old republic. But like these movies, if you put because if they're going to do two movies a year now, because they're not going to two movies right. every excuse me every other year, um, one movie every other year. So if they if they do it that way, which I believe they are because of television. Then you got to be choosy in developing new new material. That's yeah. the that's the one point that will get me to go behind a TV show over a movie because the first thing let me bring up Cassian Andor. I did see a number of reactions. Mostly it's positive. I'm into it. Yeah. But mostly people were like, "Here we go, just going back to something we've already know about." You know, which I was get it, a without trend. the Big Mac, they were uh, tagging us on it. Yeah. Sure, the yeah. Big Mac, but that that that's even. I don't even yeah. care about that. Yeah. It's the fact that see, we've I already do. met Cassian, right? We've already. Know the right. end of his story. Right. In we know Dave is a great actor. We know he's a great actor, yeah. but it's because we know his end game. People are like, it's well, like right. they're they're talking about I'm, like I'm in the, the same I'm breath with of that. Solo. Well, I'll tell you why I'm I'm into it because of like there's so, obviously a prequel to Rogue One, obviously. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Frosty Frosty's going to talk to him. Um, yeah. yeah, but and I, I gave him a question, and the question I gave him, there's no way Diego Luna knows this because they don't. The, Lucasfilm doesn't fill in anybody in their canon stuff, which I think right. is moronic. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they might not even know it themselves. It's moronic. Yeah, uh, because like when, <laughs> they, when they when because they don't know they have a Big Mac under the hot burner here. Right <laughs> Don, now. Donald right. Gleason didn't even know his character's first name until a reporter told him it was from yeah. the book. He's like, I wish I would have known that. <laughs> Your story group should have told you that. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's canon, which is crazy. Wait a minute. But yeah. inside of the novelization of Rogue One, it said that Cassian's family were separatists. Yeah. And he fought under the separatists. Uh, they fought under the separatists during the war. And somewhere down the line, he switched sides. And he, or, you know, after the separatists were, were defeated, obviously, but he switched sides and fought for the rebellion. Mm. Didn't, if you think about it, he didn't even necessarily switch sides. He always fought, he just always fought against yeah. that side. Is he informed in it? Will they be covering that stuff? Will they be showing like the lead of how he be, got the rebu- uh, joined the rebellion, or is it just going to be a bunch of rebellion missions? Because the thing that intrigues me about it was how dark 
that first scene when we introduced him, he just that's, kills that. That's dude. my favorite scene that he's in. Yeah, I think it, for me personally, it all, he goes a little downhill after that for me. Yeah, but that opening intro of him killing that guy for the betterment of the of the rebellion cause, I think, was a great. Yeah. That, that's why I think a series that particular scene is why I'm excited for the the series. Yeah, and because, because why would he do that? Where is he in the pecking order of the rebellion that he is forced to do this? Yeah. where is that? Where does that come from? He's been in that situation this? before. Yeah, yeah. I want to see since, that. Since I was six years old or something, right? Some, right. Something like that. But yeah. get, look, give me, give me Band of Brothers for, for Star Wars. You know, give me, give me, the, give me the fighting behind enemy right. lines for Star Wars. You know, and, that's, and that's what Rogue One essentially was. But again, what we were talking about before, crammed into two, two hours of movie because there's only so much we could get to. And when we've got that feeling of war, we felt it. Mm. But imagine stretched out into ten episodes – of seeing this guy rise through the ranks, yeah. his philosophies. We know his philosophy doesn't really change until he meets Jyn Erso. Yeah. And so within here's, all that. Here's a little uh, twist because now I'm starting to get a little excited about it uh, for one crazy reason. Do you think there's a shot that we get my boy in there, uh, CGI Tarkin? Uh, Tarkin? Tarkin. I don't know. I mean, he's he's around during that time. There's going to be the Empire. Yeah, and that actor's be. probably not doing a, a ton. I mean, let's, no, he does a lot. Let's they, call they, it what this is. It. Yeah, the actors. Are, but, but, are for, but, but I'm saying that, that actor would be good for television. Totally. But, yeah. but this is what I feel. Let's call it like it is. This is a show about the rebellion. This is the show. This has got to be a show about yeah. the building like, of the rebellion. Rogue One people talk rebellion. about three things. They, they they talk about that scene where he kills a dude. Mm-hmm. They talk about CGI Tarkin, and they talk about Vader's Vader at the end. Right. And so you could dies. have Vader show right, up in right. this. You could have – I mean I would love to see it take place day after Revenge of the Sith ends. Well, he, and he'd be younger, right? He'd be, he'd be, young. he'd be super well, young. Well, he'd, he'd be, be super, super young. young. So maybe you, you – You could start, you start it with a flashback. You start with a flashback. Yeah. But no, I want to see where he gets involved. Yeah. I want to see the politics involved, yeah. the hiding. I mean – Well, Star Wars politics when done well is – I mean again, I always reference Claudia Gray. When it's done well, it's, it's brilliant. It's like, you yeah. know, a lot of people didn't like the politics of the prequels. Um, it was there. It just wasn't executed well. And I think that you can really do a cool House of Cards type show if you wanted to. And to answer your question before, isn't it the same thing? It's so different when you look at the politics of it because you look at the, what, you're gonna, what you can explore in The Mandalorian if you choose to go down that route. What they explored, I thought, brilliantly in the books was the New Republic is just like any other government. They just happen to have the facade of being the good guys. Right. But they're still fighting for power. They're still trying to get the one side's trying to get their leaders in. The other try, try to get their – basically what's wrong with politics in general. And they'll ex- hopefully they explore that inside the Mandalorian. However, when we in, – in the Cassian Andor series, it's a dictatorship. And there's, yeah. it's, it's one – so there's two very different shows. It's the classic Star Wars we know with the classic look of the stormtroopers. And then the other side is with Mandalorian. Do we see the building of the First Order? Do we yeah. see any yeah, of that? That's I just think my, my, my big problem, again, going back to the stupid bad, uh, Big Mac analogy, is that when, when George Lucas started out with Star Wars, um, he progressively started to realize that, you know – it's just like when you do any kind of creative thing, right? You 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 start and you start realizing this works really well, this works less well. Mm-hmm. Let me focus more on what works really well. Yeah. Next time, oh my god, it's working really 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 well. It's working even better. And then with the prequels, the thing that George Lucas really did was that he said, "Hey, the world of possibility around the Jedi isn't just Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. It's like there's actually hundreds and thousands of Jedi." 
and you know, and, and like here's all these different Jedi names, like you know, Plukhtar or whatever. You know, I'm terrible with the Jedi names, but Plokoo, yeah, like you have all these different badasses, and then to your point with Filoni, Filoni is now able to create stories around different Jedi. And, you know, that's why I love Clone Wars so much because Clone Wars has incredible politics, incredible war, incredible stormtrooper yeah. shit. Television show. It's a television show. <laughs> right. But ultimately it still has it, 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 its creative North Star around the Big Mac. It's mm. really based on the Big Mac. Now, Re- Rebels as well. Rebels, yeah, as, Rebels well. as well. Rebels as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And then now you get into these TV shows and they're kind of telling you, like, forget that stuff. That stuff is not as important to us like the – like – sideline war stuff is just as interesting and you better you know this is what we're going to feed you and, and just to me it, it just rubs me the wrong way like when i hear you talk about it, it gives me hope to be honest with you because you know christian's articulate he, he 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 knows this stuff it could be a lot of fun but the this star wars galaxy and that's why i love code tour too because code tour the big mac's at the center of it well but you're but you're also you're this is the thing that you go back to like pre, the, the prequel stuff that people had a problem with back in the day, and I bring this up every single time. A lot of the anger and hate around the prequels has since kind of diminished because of the fact that we know we get more Star Wars. There's yeah. more stuff that eventually some, you're going to yeah. like. But the reason why they were so hatred, we thought that was it. Yeah. Was they were done. So what I'm saying to you is even if this Cassian Andor does no Jedi stuff, nothing to do with the Force whatsoever. And it probably won't on his side of things because he doesn't really have much to do with the Force, um, even when he meets the, you know, Chirrut Emway and all those guys. But I think he got a better shot at Mandalorian. Right, right. But even if they don't approach in any of those things, there will be something else that comes out down the line that does. Now, yeah. I know that you can feel like, well, they haven't proven to me that they will. Yeah. Episode 9 will explore it more. Yeah. Right, because Episode 8 was like, out of all the Star Wars movies, the one that went the furthest away from it. I mean, I don't know. See, they, they, yeah. as much as for I, me, anyway. But. Yeah, I mean, for me, it worked. They went deep in Luke's journey, yeah. the Force. I mean, a lot. I mean, yeah, look, you I mean, know my feelings about yeah, the end yeah, of we, that. We've talked about Episode Eight too yeah, much. But too much. Yeah, yeah. I'll say about that movie because you know where I stand on it as well. Too. What I will say, arguing towards it, the Force is the center of the plot. Yes, it's really what it is. So I don't think they went away from it. Whether or not you like the way they handled it or not. They didn't go away from the force. They they embraced it. They just happened to do it a, 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 in a way that a lot of people didn't really appreciate. Yeah, and some people did very much so. Right. But but anyway, the point is that they will do more stuff in that nature. I am convinced. I am convinced that it's going to be Benioff and Weiss. So yeah. Benioff and Weiss is, is supposed to be a trilogy film, though. No, right? they haven't announced really what it was. It is. They yeah. said series of films. We don't know. Could be. Could be. Look, ten this films. could. This could be going and just going like the Transformers movies. You right. know, just they build on the mythology. Yeah. But I would argue the fact that we you want more of the Big Mac, more of the Force, the Sith, the Jedi. If you keep going to that well in each particular product. I think you, you, you worry about stale storytelling. This is a great point, though. I, I love the idea of venturing out of that. You're craving it right now. Yeah. You are, you are craving it, and you cannot point. wait for it. Yeah. And the whole point is when it comes back and hits you with it, you're going to go, there it is. There it Finally. is. Finally. Right. Relaxing. Because I'm I, there. I got what I want. Because if you look at what's so, been so, announced. So, so to be clear, I have right now very little to no confidence in anybody that's working on Star Wars to, that knows what the special sauce is inside the Big Mac, with the exception of Dave Filoni, I think he actually really does know. Well, he's on Mandalorian. Favreau is too, man. Favreau, yeah. Favreau is. One I, of I would put Favreau in there as well. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. 
Right now, I mean, Favreau was my favorite part of Han Solo. I know, like, people laugh at me for that, but Favreau was literally my favorite part of Han Solo. He, he was my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. but, but I, I was like, waiting for him to say, hey, we order a pizza? <laughs> Hang loose, bro. I liked him. I liked him in, yeah, uh, in, in, in Solo. Favreau is, is a Star Wars head, and he's been working on this thing for a long time. They have good directors on it. Um, I'm curious what the scripts are going to be yeah. like. I just think that the collaboration that he's done inside of Clone Wars, I think that what he's done in, in, in Rebels, I think that that first episode, though, that's going to be – that's it. I mean that's the one. Filoni's yeah. going to go, this is the show. And, and we were yes. going to go, what the hell was that? Or we're going to go, yes. We're going to scream. Right, but but Filoni is an EP on the show. He's an EP, but he's directing the pilot. Yes, he's an EP okay. on the show. Uh, he's directing the pilot. And so the Mandalorian, we know we're getting the Mandalorian world, right? And it, whether or not the Republic or the New Republic takes a back seat, whether yeah. some force people take a back seat, we know it's about the Mandalorian. We know now Cassian Andor is going to be about his journey. I'm going to assume it's about the building of the Republic right. did you right, or about, the rebellion. Did you talk about Pedro Pascal? Yes. Confirmed? yes. Yeah, we, we, we confirmed we that. We love that. Yes. We love and it. we love we that love idea. That. So then it goes to the conversation turn to the Obi-Wan, which I think is the thrust of this. Would you rather have a ten episode series or a movie? Yeah, and that's no, been be the, the heart you, of this. I'll take both. You know, like I'll take it all. I, I can't like, say I would love both. Yeah, see, bring yeah. that. My I, God, like if I had the money, um, I, I'd probably want to try to make a really great like piece of filmmaking, a la Logan, something that like stays with you like that and really closes out this character for all eternity. But if you have the kind of liberty. To really explore the Emperor Invader, um, the Tatooine environment, learn a little bit more about Jabba, Obi Wan and Owen. How much did o- Obi Wan and Luke interact with when they were younger? You know, like uh, Obi Wan's difficult choice to leave Tatooine to try to bring uh, Vader back. That mm-hmm. moment when Obi Wan tells Qui Gon, even though I know that this is your whole thing. Like I'm telling you, the guy is is more evil than anything else. Now it's over. Like it's, I, it's I love not, the idea of that, and him the, realizing that Luke is really the only way. Right. So it's that, I feel like yeah. that's his and journey. I think you can do that, stretching it out. And the thing is, again, what you guys are talking about, as far as what would I rather see? Um, the difference is, I also think we're we come from an old school, growing up in in the Spielberg mm-hmm. era and all that. And film to us was where you tell the big stories. Yeah. yeah. And we've also because we work in this space, we've been able to see over the last couple of years the the progression of, of television of course, storytelling. Of um, what I think is, I think that we're not to be trapped in the mindset of that's the only way to watch Star Wars is just on the big screen because I think that you take away from other unique ways to tell the story on the big screen. If you go back to well, Obi Wan needs to be on on the big screen you can tell just a compelling if not more so story inside of 10 episodes giving me things that i wanted to know that people i guarantee you there are people and they're going to comment on this episode and they've commented before i've seen his story i know where it goes tell me something else you don't know anything about him yeah. you know nothing about what yeah. he went through did he have dilemmas about using the force did he because he was trying to shut was he trying to shut it down like right. what, what was he trying to do out there like inside the challenge of his mind to like he was living by himself shut off from everything he knew being in a city in a city for a long time with his friends and his brothers they're all dead right? right and now he's got to protect this kid what is he doing and you can do it you don't know anything about his story yeah. i know it. how you many don't times know. did he have to protect the kid against you know like my opener very spielberg opener yeah is you know the uh owen uh on maru and, and luke are driving back from uh, some kind of trading thing of the moisture farm yeah. or whatever they got shot in this is where you came in he comes in there and rescues them like That's how in the many comic book yeah 
Yeah, I mean, is that many, a comic? Yeah, oh, it, happens does it? In, it happens in the comic. Oh, book. nice. How many times has this happened throughout the life? Like, how active was Obi Wan? Like, what did he actually do? There's a lot was of Luke shit we there? don't know. Yeah, Luke didn't see any of it. Yeah, because that's where I was. About. That was my one note. Tweak it a bit it's because Luke and Luke him never met. The no, first, met. Or Luke, Luke never met him. No, no, no actually, he, he didn't meet Luke him. Luke right? met him. Knows him as old Ben. Old but Ben Luke just doesn't know. know he's a Jedi. Doesn't know he's a Jedi. Yeah, right, so he right, can't right. see the lightsaber, right? Because his first moment yeah. of getting his father's lightsaber is such a huge moment for the Luke right. Skywalker character. But there's ways to do it that's yeah. very Spielberg, like Spielberg, yeah. right? Spielbergo. Maybe Spielberg go. Maybe like. <laughs> Maybe Aunt Beru like yeah. shields him, like close your eyes, honey. Close your eyes, honey. The the, the sand people it. are going to do, and then all of a sudden, boom! When you see both blue lightsabers, you think there's two Jedi, and it's just him holding him and his dad's yeah. uh, saber. See, when I think you run into a problem, not like, oversaturation is, uh, is something for me that I don't I don't necessarily believe in. I think if you make good, I think you make good movies. The story is good. I people, people want to watch. It. I think Marvel is a testament to that because yeah, like, the, the, I, I never did the whole fatigue thing. It's like yeah, people who don't like comic book yeah. movies, they're fatigued. People if it's who executing love, at a high level yeah. just gets better and better. Fatiguing to me is when your core base is shut off. And, and they don't want to see it anymore. I think Star Trek ran into they've that. Done the same story over and it's over just, again. Now, now Star Wars could run into that right now because of the problem of the, there's no consistency on it. Right, the way that yeah. it's not tying in. However, if they do it this way, where it's every other year for movies and then TV, stick to that because as long as I get Star Wars in my life once a year, right. I mean, because now what we know is we're getting Mandalorian by the end of next year, mm-hmm. and we're also getting Episode Nine pre or. Or, or after episode nine, do you think Mandalorian? I, I think it's going to be before because I think the service uh, they're shooting already now. They said late 2019. Yeah, so when, you, you, I'm, I'm thinking November. Yeah. I think so too. And then the I series, think November. and then the series comes out, and and then the movie comes out. Excuse yeah. me. And then Cassian Andor will be the following year, yeah. which will be no movies. And you might get Mandalorian season two. You might not, but at least something's coming. And then we get Benioff and Weiss in 2021 or whatever it is. What about uh, RJ? RJ, yeah. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Um, we don't know. I mean, nobody, there's been no. He's, nobody, he's filming nobody, Knives you know what's Out funny? right now. Like, like at least in our little Rule of Two Rise Twitterverse, mm-hmm. which is very small, nobody believes that that movie's happening. I don't know. I can't really put a finger I, on it. I can't tell. I mean, I think it is. I haven't heard anything. I, I'm not going to be surprised. He's still, he's still in very good graces with, with Lucas. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, I would be this. surprised if he just moved on and kept doing yeah. his own thing. You have to remember this though, too. Whether you Love that movie or hate that movie. You cannot deny the movie made a lot of money. Now, oh, you can say, well, that's only because it was episode eight. And that's what's going to do with Star Wars. Well, Han Solo had Han Solo in it, and it ate a big pile of garbage. A lot yeah, of yeah, people yeah, yeah. did like The Last Jedi. A lot of people went back because you don't make $1.3 billion worldwide without going back to and the theater to see yeah. this So thing. Michael Bay, who makes crap movie Transformers movies, yeah. has done five of them yeah, because yeah, yeah, they make yeah, money. Yeah. So if, Star Wars makes money, right. so, but... The saga film to a Han Solo film, you're right. The saga film should have carried the Han Solo film, and it didn't. Well, it was, yeah, there's a lot of marketing and stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. It was bad. But I, I, I think that, you know, it was this perfect storm of maybe there was a little bit yeah. of fatigue after The Last Jedi, but I do believe that there was a crowded summer movie. Yeah. A character that nobody really, I mean, they knew about this character enough to be like, I could probably skip this and yeah. go see Deadpool 2 but instead. Last Jedi always, you know how Last Jedi gets me going? We, we've we've talked so much about Last Jedi, mm. you know, that I want to end this episode on a positive note. All right. You know, we had a beautiful discussion about television. We're going to wrap this up now. I'm getting promoted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're both getting promoted. Because, man, like The Last Jedi, God, you know, somebody uh, sent me this on Twitter, a, a really interesting, this guy's fascinating. I'd love to have him Thank on you. the show one day. I'm right here. Um, which is uh, Sam Whitworth, which is a yeah. friend of Christians and yours. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I know, did finally and, watch that. Sam and I actually have a connection, which is we both love Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam Whitworth is a huge Star Wars Galaxies player. Um, he's got some, you know, there's this one uh, interview that he did where he, he gives his honest thoughts about The Last Jedi, and it sounds like a college professor talking about Star Wars. The you guy, see oh, Christian? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, I yeah. mean, I've heard him speak about Star Wars it, it's unbelievable. often. But yeah, he he goes in, he, he doesn't buy yeah. Luke's journey. He yeah. doesn't buy it. He's on, he's, I mean, he's all over the place right now. He's shooting, I don't know if he's still shooting Supergirl, but he's, I mean, I will... If we don't get him by the end of this year, we'll get him on one of these shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's a fascinating, fascinating dude yeah. and like a scholar, like a like a. He's a Star a, Wars scholar. He is a Star Wars scholar. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a great interview. I, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, but hey, thanks to you, Christian Harlow, for coming in. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, the last fun. word on this, fun. we're going to put out to the audience here. Would you rather see an Obi Wan Kenobi TV series streaming yeah. service or an Obi Wan Kenobi All movie? Right. So let's give our final answers. Well, if I have house money, can I say I want a trilogy? Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's where I'd prefer it. I want a trilogy, shoot it back to back to back, so you don't have to wait six years. We do it every year, and we get an Obi-Wan trilogy about finding the yeah. good in Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Qui-Gon Jinn, yada, yada, yada. That's what I want. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say my problem, my, my problem with that, as much as I'd love to see it, my problem with that is then you put handcuffs on the rest of the movies that are going to be coming out. So if you do three years back to back to back, it's going to be how long before you get the Benioff and White stuff, new sure. stuff, new characters, new lore. That's what I want to see on the big screen. For me, give me the TV show all day long. Let me see new characters come in and out through a, a period that I know but I still want to learn more about and really dive deep into what happened mentally to Obi-Wan Kenobi with that journey, understanding about his friend, protection of this kid, the relationship with Owen, what's happening with With him. Ewan, of course. Ewan, yeah. yeah. No, but, oh, no, I said Ewan McGregor cast, absolutely, yeah, 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 but yeah, his yeah. relationship with Owen Lars, obviously. Yeah. And then what else happened with, um, you know, with Jimmy Smith's character, with the, the fact that they're trying to get him on the side. Oh, there's so much to be explored. What's yeah. that yeah. line in Rogue it? One where he says, oh, I have a, I have friend, a friend that I want to go yeah. talk yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, good. And so, uh, right, close so, us out. What do you want? So for me, if I can get the exposition that I need for Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. right, um, which is his journey, um, his his last bit of hope. You know, this is the guy that says, Luke, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope, mm. you know. To see Obi-Wan Kenobi lose his last bit of hope mm. against Vader, have that last match, have that scene where Vader is like looking at his dead wife's grave and saying, you know what, you son of a bitch? You almost, you almost tricked me. Mm. You almost got me, but I'm going to fucking destroy you. You know, <laughs> like, and to really see that rage come out of Vader. If I can get all those beats that I'm looking for, right, including the ending where he realizes that Luke is, is really the key to salvation, mm-hmm. then how can you say no to a television show? Yeah. You know? I, it's I mean, impossible because... Then you're just getting like if you can do all those things at a highest level and you can do all the other things, now you're telling an epic poem. Yeah. And it's hard to say no to that because you can also binge it, which is great, right? You don't have to wait right. three know, years. Yeah, th- or, or, or six, six years. Or yeah. six years. 
Three months. So you can do it in two months. You know what's given nice? all that? I'd Either or. TV show, right. Yeah. And we win. Right. I'd probably say TV show given that. So anyway. Yeah, you've gone to the TV show side. I'd take I'd take Obi-Wan Kenobi on a streaming service, 10 episodes, and with the promise of maybe more seasons. Emmy's I mean, all over the place. I'm going to say no. Emmy's all over the high? place. Of course I would say yes. I like it all. Thank you to Christian Arloff for uh, hitting up Rula 2, the host of Jedi Council, which appears live on Thursdays, 10 a.m. Good. I, you know that better video. than I do. Yeah. I'm glad I, I'm here for that. You can see him at Christian Arloff on Twitter. Any special Twitter. guest this Thursday? Uh, uh, Ken Napsok. Ken Napsok is the special guest. guest. Yeah. And as always, uh, there is Mark Fernandez yeah. at Mark Fernandez on Twitter. And I am at Riley Around on Twitter and Instagram. This is episode 15 of Rule of Two. And donate to the fire uh, fighters. Please check out. Yeah, if you go to at Riley Around on Twitter, I did share a link on you can donate because there's a lot of good men out there, men and women, that are saving our butts from a fire that's uh, just misplacing a lot of people out there so check it out if you have something to give much appreciated but this drops every wednesday on the collider jedi council podcast one feed give us a good rating give us some comments share this around you can also find it on the collider podcast youtube channel drop your drop your comments there we do read them so for uh riley around here darth rylas for darth harloff and for mark sidious thanks for tuning in bye-bye rise <laughs>the Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, -face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Fiera is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call.